hast kept the good wine until now. Right. This is the beginning of miracles. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. And his disciples believed on him. I do love the gospel of John. And uh, I like how it's laid out. I've been trying to preach through John this year. And uh, I like the way it's laid out. In chapter 1, uh, we, we see uh, Jesus is not just the Son of Man, but he's the Son of God. Right. And he's God the Son. Right. And he came into his own, and his own received Come him. Come on now, preacher. As many as received him. To them gave me power right. to oh, yes. become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Right. It's him. And then we see how John the Baptist uh, recognizes Jesus. In John's gospel, he does not give the account of the baptism of Jesus. Right. Come on now. But he looks at Jesus as he's baptizing and he says, Behold the Lamb of God that takes right. away the sin. That's right. That's right. I don't know if you believe in saying amen in church. I do. Right there is a good is to say amen. Behold, the Lamb of God takes away the sin of the world. The Old Testament law and all those sacrifices never took away sin. It just covered sin until the next offering was made. They went once a year and it took care of it for a year. It had to be repeated. And I'm glad Jesus came at one time. One time. One time. One time. I love that. One time. Forever of every sin I have ever committed. They said that Old Testament high priest, when he went in that Holy of Holies on the Day of Atonement, he had to sprinkle that blood seven times. Right. Right. And he said he would have to say this one for one, one for two, one for three, one for four, one for five, one for six. One for seven, because he was afraid if he just did it that way, he'd miss one. Mm. But I'm glad Jesus came. Come on, preacher. And one sacrifice for sin forever. Amen. God, for the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Amen. And John looked at him and he said, I know that's him because the Lord told me that it'll be him when I see the Spirit of God land on him right. and remain on him. Yes, sir. Jesus has just been in the wilderness for 40 days with the devil, Yep. being tempted of the devil. When John saw him before, he saw the Spirit land on him in the form of a dove. That's right. Jesus goes in the wilderness for 40 days and, and deals with the devil and he comes back the same spirit that was on him when he left was on him when he got back. That's right. Jesus dealt with the devil and in all of his weakness as a man. The man, Jesus, went into the wilderness. Amen. The man, Jesus, Tell dealt it, with the devil. And the man, Jesus, came walking out as the Son of God. Oh, everything that the devil had ever brought against him and everything the devil had ever bring against you. Oh, preacher. He passed. Every test. Yeah. Amen. He sure did. Hallelujah. Solomon talks about the way of a serpent upon a rock. Yeah. Did you know a snake can play on a rock for a thousand years and you'll never know he's been there? Right. Right. He'll never wear out a rock. Well. Yeah. Help me out somebody. Yeah. He'll never leave a 
mark on that rock. I'm glad Jesus dealt with the devil and walked out, and there's not one sign that the devil ever I made never heard any that. progress on the Lord Jesus. Good. Yes, now sir. Is the Son of God, and as God the Son, full of the Holy Spirit, he starts out with his with his with his miracles. Mm. And the first miracle he performs is at a wedding. Yeah. And I, I just think it's significant that it begins at a wedding. Yes, sir. This thing got started with a wedding. Mm -hmm. Sure did. Uh, oh, and this yeah. thing's going to end up yeah. with a wedding. With a with wedding. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. It started out That's at good. a wedding. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, man. the beginning. God made everything. And I don't, know, I don't know all that's involved in creation. It's amazing to me that Brother Jared mentioned all those laws in Leviticus 13 and 14 about the leper. Now, if you really want to cross your eyes, you read Leviticus 13 and 14, and all it talks about is scabs. Yes, sir. And white spots. Yes, sir. And black spots. It sure does. And boils and all that stuff. When God told us how he made the world, he gave us ten words in English yeah. and seven words in Hebrew. Yep. Yeah. When he's talking about leprosy, he goes through chapter after chapter. He talks more about scabs and boils than, yep. he, than he does uh, creation. Yeah. Yeah. He's more interested in you knowing about scabs and boils than huh. he is you knowing how he made the world. How about that? That leprosy we're dealing with is a lot more important than how God made uh, the world. Yeah, and how about that? God made the world. I, I don't care when he made the world. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you about when the world came into yeah, being. All I know is, in yeah, the beginning, yeah. God created the world. He did, boss. That's all I know. That's all, That's all we know. need to know. That's all I know. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah preacher. Wow. That's good, boys. Come on, preacher. He is the beginning. That's good, preacher, boys. That's good, preacher, boys. Thank you, Lord. And he made that word. Thank you, Lord. Man, that's good. For a man. Yeah. Yes, sir. And a woman. Yes, sir. Hey, man. I don't know if you hey, man. Saying amen in church or something. Hey, man. Hey. I'm not with you. Man and a woman. He made everything hey, he made for a man. Say amen. And a woman. Hey, man. He didn't make it for the dinosaurs. He didn't make it for the hoodows, the daughter snails, yep. and the baby seals. But he made it for a man. Man and a woman. And he made it for a man and a woman so he can be in between a man and a woman. <laughs> and walk with him. That's good, preacher boy. He put him in a garden. Tell it, preacher. And everything in the world that a man can ever need or want or desire. Of course. Yeah. There was gold there. Yeah. 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 Adam discovered gold. Sure. Gold didn't impress Adam. Yep. There was so much of it there, it was just shining on the side of the riverbank. Yeah. There was all sorts of good things there. Yeah. God my, made that man. And for his little bride. Had him looked at it, all that stuff, and he saw all the animals had a, a mate. And he didn't have any, anything that could compare to him. He didn't, anybody could walk with him. And he don't, the Bible don't say this, but I imagine somewhere or the other, Adam must have had a little twinge of loneliness. And God saw what Adam was going through and God being God, knowing everything, knowing what he's going to do before he does it. Right. 
Man. It never occurred to you that nothing's ever occurred to God. Amen. Yeah. God knew what he's going to do with Adam when he made him. Amen. And he made him and he let him experience a little twinge of loneliness yeah. so he could satisfy that and bring that to him in a way that he would know that now he is complete. Yeah. Right. And he put Adam to sleep. Yeah. I think Adam probably died. I don't know how all this stuff works. Come on, I'm preacher. using my imagination. He did, boy. Let's put him in a deep how. sleep, son. But look, but looking at, at the Bible, Sorry. looking at typology, I think Adam died. I think, hey, man. I think the Lord brought him up there one day or that day and said, Adam, I know you're missing something, but you're going to have to trust me. You got to trust me that I know what I'm going to do. And if you don't trust me, I'm going to kill you. What he does? Put him at a well, deep sleep. I'm gonna bring you back. Boy, That's right. With what you really need. Boy, what you really want. Sure, my, my, my. That's true. I believe it. Deep sleep. Adam laid down in that deep sleep. Oh yes. God performed that wonderful operation where He went into his side and wounded. Think about his that. Side. Think Come about on, that. preacher. And from a wounded, bleeding side. Think about that now. And formed that woman. Walked Adam up and he said, Now here is your bride. And I don't know what Adam said when he what saw Christ her. Done, son. But I think Whoa. he said, Wow. Oh, my soul. Oh, Lord. You sure have been good to me. Oh, oh, yes. Lord, Thank you, Lord. You That's yeah. right. And he brought them together. Thank you, and they were clothed with holiness and righteousness. Right. And Adam walked around in that garden. He <laughs> got under his arm. And she oh, yeah. looked at that wound. And uh -huh. she realized where she came Thank from. And he looked at his side oh. and realized where oh. she came from. And he loved her. And she loved him. And God was right in the middle of all of it. Thank you, Lord. Hey, man. But you know, the devil hates everything that God loves. And if there was anything God loved, it was that man and that woman and that relationship that they had. Thank you, Lord. And the first thing he tried to ruin was that relationship between that man yep. and that woman because he knew if that man and that woman got messed up, God couldn't be in the middle of it anymore. Yep. Amen. Y'all know that sad story about how Eve was deceived? Right. Now look here, before we get mad at Eve, you got to understand she was deceived. That's right. Yes, sir. She, she was deceived. deceived. She was. And the devil waited until Adam was gone before he ever messed with Eve. He knew if Adam had been there, Adam was not deceived. Adam could have stood up to him, but that woman being the weaker vessel, he knew that was the one to go after. And he went after Eve and he deceived Eve. And then Eve was already passing away. And Adam, I don't this I think it happened. I don't think Adam could bear to do without her. He said, I'll go with her. I don't want to live life without her. Yeah. But God already had a way. God already had a plan. God already had it figured out. Before there was ever a sinner, there was a Savior. Amen. Before there was ever a sinner, there was a sacrifice. Or imagine that Jesus is the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world. Before there was ever a sinner, there was something in the heavens yeah, that Lord. God could look at and point to so that that animal that God killed and got a skin off of him, that could be said because there was already so 
on, preacher. But he did. Yep. Amen. And that's how it got started. This thing's going to end up when a wounded Savior well, takes his bride yeah. into a paradise. Yeah. And we'll live together. Sure. Hallelujah. There won't be a devil. Amen. Amen. There won't be anything else. Thank God. Marriage. To separate us from the love of God. Amen. So I just looked at, since I ain't got my notes, I just looked at the first point. It's the marriage. Yes, sir. It's the wedding. Yeah. Second thing I want to look at is the, uh, the wine. They ran out of wine. Jesus shows up at a wedding, and there at the wedding, they run out of wine. Did you know wine is that thing that man has to have, he thinks, for joy? Right. It's the best thing a man can come up with to bring joy in his life. What about that? Come on, preacher. You know that world out there has to have wine? Yeah. They have to have yeah. strong drink. Yes. Right. They call that spirits. Yes, they do. For a reason. Amen. Amen. There's a spirit in that. Amen. It's not a Holy Spirit, but there's a spirit in that. And they have to have that to have joy. They can't have a get-together without some kind of wine. That's right. True. That's they true. They don't want to have a meal without wine. That's true. That is their best effort. To bring joy into their life. Yeah. Matter of fact, some of them, that's the only joy they that's get. Right. Yeah. That's right. They have no joy. They're out of joy. This world is out of joy. Right. The world has run out of joy. Yeah. And it takes more and more. And still, they can't find the joy. They don't have the peace. They, they can't oh, get hold of what they're really after. And they're empty. Yes, sir. They run out. This world has run out. Right. Why do you think they're changing everything in the world? They have run out. Right. Mm. They're bankrupt. And they're trying to reach out for some more currency. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. fill the empty coffers of their soul. Yeah. They're empty. They're dead. They have no, no hope. Tell it, preacher. And no help. They, 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 they have run out. Oh, yes. I'm glad that there is something besides their wine oh, yeah. that can Amen. rejoice our hearts. I'm glad we don't have, have that stuff, that spirit to bring joy. Amen. We've got something better than their wine. And Jesus is trying to show them there's something better than your wine. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Let them run out. I get tickled of folks coming to Florida. We live in Lake City, which is right on the border of Georgia. And uh, they come into Lake City and stop to go to the bathroom and get some gas and go to Cracker Barrel. And they're all excited when they're going south. The yep. kids get out of the car and they yep. run around. They're all happy. Yeah, right. They're just a little bit, uh, just 100 miles away from Disney World. They're all excited. Right. Uh, Mom and Daddy's all excited. We're on vacation. We're going right. to Disney World. and. We're going to see Mickey Mouse and it's going to be fun and we're going to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. They're all so happy. But all that bunch going north looks a whole lot different. Yeah. <laughs> they're all broke. 
They're broke. <laughs> they spent all their money. Yeah. They realize awesome. that Mickey Mouse in Disney World is not the same Mickey Mouse that's on the on the cartoon. And, yeah. and they spent all their money and they did not have the fun they thought they would have. Or well, even they had all the fun and left it there. Going back man. No, they're all <laughs> miserable. Please miserable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the way this world is. Yeah, right. All that the world brings, it'll leave you me short. Huh? It's a feast. Sin is a feast. This flesh is a thief. I was happy going down. It'll rob you of all your joy. Amen. Amen. Look at that water pot. Mm -hmm. There were six of them. Yeah. And they could hold all six together somewhere close to 200 gallons of water. But they're empty. And again, it's another picture of the emptiness of man. The six right. is the six. number of man. That's right. And that, there are those six water pots. Same. And men are empty. Mm -hmm. Empty. And Jesus tells them to fill them up with water. Mm -hmm. Now, nobody expected much out of that. This fellow's lost his mind. <laughs> Filling up with water. We don't want water. We want wine. Yeah. Somehow or another, they bring that in there. And he fills them, they have them filled up with water to the brim. Mm -hmm. Yep. That means nobody right. can accuse Jesus of putting something in there. Right. After they started drawing it out. Come on now. It's to the brim. You can't yes. have nothing else in there. He didn't right. have a little pintness in his hip. Yeah. Right. He in there to flavor it. He yeah, didn't man. have a little Kool-Aid package. Yeah, man. He didn't have all that stuff y'all put in your water so you can drink water. He didn't have none of that. Fill it up to the brim just to know right, this is going to be me. Yep. And then they draw out. And they taste. And they realize that he has kept the best under last. Yeah. 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 Anybody in the room want to help me pray? Yeah. yeah. That all that stuff we had first did not satisfy. All the stuff that we, life brought to us in the first go around did right. not satisfy. Right. Aren't you glad? Come on. At the end of the trail, Saying, Why are you the last to bring the king back to his house? 
Seeing the speech of all Israel has come to the king even to his house. You're my brethren, you're my bones and my flesh. Wherefore then are you the last to bring back the king? Say to Amasa, Art thou not of my bone and of my flesh? God do so to me, and more also, if thou be not captain of the host before me continually in the room of Joab. Come on, preacher. And he bowed the heart of all the men of Judah, even as the heart of one man, so that they sent this word unto the king. Return thou and all thy servants. Mm -hmm. So the king returned and came to Jordan. And Judah came to Gilgal to go to meet the king, to conduct the king over Jordan. And Shimei, the son of Gerah, Benjamite, which was of Baharun, hasted and came down with the men of Judah to meet King David. There were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, and his fifteen sons and his twenty servants with him. And they went over Jordan before the king. And there went over a ferry boat to carry over the king's household yeah. and to do what he thought good. And Shimei, the son of Gareth, fell down before the king as he was come over Jordan. I want to preach by the help of the Lord on the thought that we see here. You know the Bible's told us this is during or, or just 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 after the rebellion of David's son Absalom. Absalom has won the heart of the young men and Absalom has formed a coup and Absalom <laughs> has driven King David off the throne and okay, uh, driven fine. King David across the river Jordan. Oh, God has judged Absalom. Absalom has been hanged from a tree and he's Come on, now preacher. dead. And word comes back to David that Absalom's dead. The throne is vacant. Right. And it's time to come back and assume your throne once again. Yeah. And the Bible said he sent word and began to ask Judah, you coming again? And Judah uh, came out there and the Bible said they sent over a ferry boat to bring over the king in his house. So I want to preach by the help of the Lord on this thought. The king is coming. Oh yeah. He knows this morning the Bible tells us the king is coming. Amen. In Luke 18, 8, the Bible made this statement, when the son of man cometh, Shall he find faith right. on the earth? Right. What I like to preach about looking to us is yes, this morning the king is coming, but what's he going to find when he gets here? Yeah. I submit to you this morning that the same type, uh, the same people that were awaiting King David upon his return will be the same kind of folks that are awaiting King Jesus right. upon his return. If I know anything and I don't know much is that times change and seasons change, but people are people in every generation. Right. And the things that David dealt with, dealing with an earthly kingdom, that we find Christ dealing with in his heavenly kingdom right. here on earth. And so I want us to look at some of these folks. I'll just run three or four by you and hopefully we'll have a little time to look at the last one. But first of all, I want us to notice the king is coming. But there were some who were apathetic. Mm -hmm. Here in our text where we began, the Bible gives us the tribe of Judah. David says this about the, when he sends word by Zadok and Abiathar, he said, you're my brethren, right. you're my bones, you're my flesh, you're my family. He said, why are you the last? Mm. Why are you the last to bring back the king? The king's coming and some were apathetic. Can I say in 2021, 
there are a lot of folks who have become apathetic right. toward the thought of King Jesus' return. That's true. They'll say things like this, been hearing that all my life. Right. I heard that preached all my life. People been saying that all my life. You'll say, well, look to Ball the signs and the seasons. They'll say, Ball well, preacher. it's been that way all my life. Can I say that's nothing more than one more sign that he's coming? He's Preach said in those God. days and those last yeah. days that, that those scoffers, scoffers would scoffers. begin to say, where's the sign? Tell it, preach scoffers. And I'm afraid, listen, I don't expect much out of them. But, but I'm afraid Ball of preacher. his own house. Oh, but yes. We've heard it preach. preach. Come on. Neither do thou remember that which thy servant did perversely the day 
that my lord the king went out of Jerusalem that the king should take it to his heart for thy servant doth know that I have seen him. Right. Therefore behold I am come the first this day of all the house of Joseph to go down to meet the to meet my lord the king. Ball preacher. But Abishai, I like Abishai. Every church needs an Abishai. Hmm. The son of Zariah answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this? Because <laughs> he cursed the Lord's anointed. And David Shabby. said, What am I to do with you, you sons of Zariah? She should do this, uh, this day be adversaries unto me. Shall there any man be put to death this day in Israel for? Uh, do not, I, I know that I am this day king over Israel. Therefore the king said to Shimei, Thou shalt not die. The king swore unto him. Mm -hmm. uh, the kings coming, there were some that were apathetic, but we find there were some who were afraid. Yeah. Shimei is scared to death when he sees that boat. Matter of fact, he's so nervous about it, he runs out to the front of the line. Yeah, he right. said, I yeah. won't be the first one out there. Yeah. But the first thing I want the king to see is me. Mm. And when the king gets off that ferry boat, uh, there, there Shimei falls down before the king. He bows himself. He said, listen, I messed up. I right. sinned before the king. I'm sorry. To, I just prefer you didn't chop my head off if that'd be <laughs> all right by you. I'd rather not die. I don't know what I say. You see, Shimei was afraid because of his reputation. Right. His reputation. You say, what was it? He's always running with the wicked. Mm. He well. was of the house of Saul. He'd always been Saul's servant. Tell it, preacher. He'd been Saul's friend. His Lord was Saul. But, but Saul was not God's king. That was the people's king. But David was God's king. And Shimei had a tough time making the transition. Right. He'd never bowed himself in obedience to David. He'd never said, you're the true king and the real king. He was still trying to serve that old king. Right. There's some that know it's coming, but they're still trying to serve the old king. Well, they're still trying to serve the God of this world. Come on, preacher. They're still trying to serve the people's rule. That's exactly right. Running with the wicked. He's running with the wannabes. He, he threw in with, with Absalom. He wasn't even a real king. He just wanted to be. Right. There's a lot in this world throwing in with wannabes. Wannabes. Right. Huh? The, the sports world sets up a bunch of wannabes. Yep. Uh, the entertainment world sets up the wannabes. They oh, yeah. Up to ascend onto the throne. And, and the shimmy eyes of this world throw in with them. And I tell you what happened. He's afraid but because of his reputation, but because of his rejection. Well. See, we had time. We'd carry you back to what shimmy eyes nervous about. When Absalom had taken the throne. When Absalom had won the heart on David's, one of the worst days of David's life, when he did not need any more stress, he did not need any more trouble, he did not need any more problems, he's walking out with the men that are loyal to him. The, the, those, that are, those that are loyal to David are, are walking slowly down through the valley, headed across the River Jordan. Yeah. And little old Shimei comes along and the Bible said he's on the hilltop above them. Right. And he's cursing them as they go. Not only is he cursing them, but the Bible said he's kicking dust down on them. Yep. He's throwing yeah. rocks. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's doing everything yeah. he can to irritate. Uh, can I say really the heart of it? He's trying to pick a fight with David. 
Right. And he knew if he could pick a fight with David and slow him up, maybe Absalom. She knew I knew he couldn't whip David, but he knew Absalom had enough folks they might be able to. Right. He could just hinder him and hold him up. Can I just say your adversary, the devil, that walketh about his roaring eyes, seeking him? He can't whip you. Greater is he that's within you than he's in the world. But he's trying to hinder you. He just wants to hold you up a little bit. Right. He's trying to keep you from getting to your appointment, from your destination. He's trying to make you miserable. And Shimei was there doing that very thing to King David. And old Bishai got so surprised. He said, you hear what he said? I... I know we're busy, but I'm just going to run up there and cut his head off real quick. Yeah, yeah. You see, he, you having a bad enough day. I ain't putting up a little cussing, little old sawed off nobody. Yeah. He said, I'm just going to wipe his head off. You keep walking, I'll catch up. <laughs> I, did I say I like a, a bitch that in the church? I like those kind. Of, they said, preacher, you just keep doing You walk with God. I'm going to go out there and handle some business. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Made them sometimes. Got a fr- I got a feeling Stillwater's back. Oh, yes. Redneck enough. They oh, yes. Amen. Because that's a man of God. He won't even have to quit preaching for half a second. Yeah. Or you'll have two black eyes and a bloody nose. <laughs> amen. Right. And David said something remarkable that day. Something that I struggled with. I couldn't explain. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I still got the answer. He looked at those mighty men of valor. They'd seen David had never backed down from a fight. They knew the stories of Goliath. They had witnessed many of the magnificent military acts in the storied life of King David. They had never heard or seen him do what he did now. He said, just let him cuss. Mm-hmm. Leave him alone. Yeah. Let him cuss. He yep. said, it may be that God sent him down here to cuss me. Yeah. Well. He ain't speaking for Jesus. He ain't got. He don't even know God. I don't believe Shimei ever met God. He wasn't operating in the will of God. But David said it could be he is. He said I don't know. He said just let him cuss. He said why let him cuss? Well, it might be the same reason you ought not fight everybody. Everybody that cusses you don't deserve a chewing out either. You can yep. ignore them. Yeah. Let them cuss. Over Try Dr. Larry Brown's in glory. He preached on let them cuss. Yeah. Said you may need rebuking. <laughs> and he Amen. might be wrong, but you may need to kind of chewing out that good people won't give you. Try it. You may you the, the Lord's got a way of reaching over into the heathen world and say, go tell one of my youngins off because the rest of my youngins are too sweet for that. Right. Thing. You go get them and then we're gonna kill you later for it. But yeah. you go on and do what I need. You may need cussing. You may need rebuking. I you don't may cuss, need reminding. So you know what old Simeon I did for David? David looked at Shimei, and David saw what could have been him. You remember Saul throwing javelins at him, and all he had to do was rise up and rebel a little bit, let pride get on him a little bit, and he'd have been a Shimei. Right. And he saw in Shimei what he should have been, and what he would have been, and what he could have been if it had not been for the grace of God. Can I say when they're cussing you, you all remember, but by the grace of God. Tell it, preacher. What I am. Bless me. 
for putting up with him. <laughs> it might be you find a blessing in your cursing. Uh, can I just say that sounds like you might have to act a little like Jesus to do yeah. that. Yeah. won't be a thing in the world with you crawling up on that cross next to Christ and say they mocked you, did they? I mm. guess I'll put up with a little mocking. Yeah. Yeah. They curse you. Yeah. Yeah. Spit at you. They kick dust and throw rocks at you, Jesus. Well, I reckon I'll be, I believe somebody said it last night or yesterday morning. Uh, said, Paul said that I may know him. Yep. And the power of his resurrection. Right. Hallelujah. Right. And the fellowship. Comes with his suffering. Yes, sir. Right. You might just enter into the fellowship of Christ. But there's some who were apathetic. There's some who were afraid. They rejected the king. And they're going to find, though David was being kind that day, he was not He was not going to let Shimei get away with what he'd done. Matter of fact, you'll find one of the last acts of King David was looking at Solomon and said, Boy, go handle business. Yeah. <laughs> I made my vow. I've honored my word. Now, you didn't tell Shimei you wouldn't kill him. Soon as my eyes close and my air quits coming through my lungs, you go chop that head off. Right. It may right. God is not, uh, hey, God's not in a hurry, but judgment day is coming for all yeah. those who reject the true king. Some were afraid. Then there were some that were ashamed. There's a man by the name of Zeba. You may know his story. He, right. He's, he, he's well known for being the one that told David about uh, Jonathan's son by the name of Mephibosheth. Right, the right, boy, right. The crippled boy down the land of loaded boy. Right. Now, David said, I want to show kindness to him for Jonathan's sake. And brought him in and made Mephibosheth as one of his sons to eat at the king's right. table continually. And he gave him the lands and houses of his father and the fields of his father. And he told Zeba, said to you and your servants go take care of everything he needs. You you till the land, you plant the land, and you harvest the crop. He's going to be too busy hanging out at my house to fool with that kind of stuff. And Zeba had always been jealous of what the king had given Mephibosheth. Right, preacher. Do you know there's some in our churches today that get jealous over what God's doing for another? Ah, envious. That's right. They walk in here. And uh, I know y'all don't think you got much, brother Josh, but I look around and I get I get a little jealous of some things. I think, man, that's a blessing. That, uh, that it ain't fair. I pastor in Nashville. Right. <laughs> Does anybody know what Nashville's known for? Yeah. <laughs> Supposed to be every musician in the world. All roads lead to Nashville. And every, every wannabe shows up in Nashville. And I thought, I'm 30 minutes from it, I thought when I went there, I thought, I'm going to have to get me a piano playing schedule. I don't want to leave nobody out. And I need to make sure that, uh, you know, we've got room for everybody so we'll have to rotate on the banjo and the fiddle and the guitar and the mandolin. No, we spent three years without anybody that could do happy birthday on the piano. Yeah. The lady we got now, and I love her, and she's a servant, but she looked at me and said, Preacher, it's going to be awful. I said, The sad news is it's the best we got, Miss Heaven. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody else play. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then that choir singing last night. Right. Well, the godly jealousy. Yeah. I don't want him to not have it. Right. I just want the Lord to spread the wealth around. <laughs> Amen. I got a theory on that. Well, upset some of y'all, but uh, I say that playing and that singing is like heaven on earth. I'm on them. And uh, so the only way I can see for God to be fair about it is if we get to heaven, those that could on earth can't in heaven, and those that can't on earth can in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your few years down here. I'm going to play banjo and fiddle and guitar and like do the piano like Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. While everybody going, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I don't want to be fair. Yeah. Be what I'm trying yeah, to right. say this morning is there's folks that get jealous okay. of what yeah. God has done for other Christians because He blessed you more than me. He gave you more than me and they're keeping their tally and making their score. But can I say it ain't about what He does for others. Just be satisfied with Come what on, God has done for you. Oh, Zeba was ashamed. Why was he ashamed? Because he knew he lied <laughs> to the king. He told him, my feet chef don't want to come. Mephibosheth ain't trying. Mephibosheth had been ready to leave with David, go over. He wanted to be wherever David was. He didn't care if it was in a waste house wilderness. He said, as long as I can go with David, he'd be a good man. Zebra was sent to bring the little cripple. When he got over there, he said, you just hang out right here. I'm going to go get a saddle and ass, put some things on. I'll be back for it. And he rode off in the sunset and left the cripple boy behind. Yeah. When he came to David, he said, where's Mephibosheth? He said, he's with Axel. That's where he's at. He hates your guts. And David said, well, everything that's his is yours now. And Zeba oh, knew that David had returned safely. And the Mephibosheth was there. The truth was going to come out. Yeah. He knew what was going to be revealed on him was that everything that he had ever done for the king was never for the king at all. Right. Everything, he, he looked to be loyal to the king in the eyes of man. Mm -hmm. He looked as if he was serving the king in the eyes of man. He looked as if he was on the king's side of that, but the truth was, it was all about him. Right. Everything Zeba had done, everything Zeba had said, everything that Zeba had told, it was all about what can I get out of the king? There's a lot of folks when King Jesus come, they're going to be ashamed because everything they've ever done has been for sale. Mm -hmm. Everything they've ever said has been for sale. Oh, they showed up with extravagant sacrifices. Zeba did that day. He, he was coming over the other side of the hill when the king needed most. Had, had all kinds of, had a goodie basket. Had one of <laughs> goodie baskets ready for the king. And the king was so impressed. Oh, but when the king came back, he found out that was no sacrifice at all. It was stolen goods from the fields of Mephibosheth. Oh, well. He was given what was not his to give. Right. He was doing what was not his to do. He had never really done anything at all that had cost him one blessing for the king. That's right. He was trying to get a leg up. He was cheating his way to the top. And he's ashamed. Yeah. There's going to be some, yeah. You're going to be where the king is. He's not going to kill you for it. It ain't going to be that judgment's come, but you ain't going to have one time. Mm -hmm. We'll get to those judgment fires and yep. watch that wood, hay, and stubble burn up. Soon. Yep. Somebody said, what's heaven going to be like for a carnal Christian? I said, I believe our mind can wrap around and take enough information on 
I know this ain't going to walk around eternity miserable, but I can't help but believe there's going to be a moment in our time when he's going to stand before him and say, my, my, I wish I had worked for you instead of me. I wish I'd give you the time I gave my boss. I wish you had got the money I gave my home. I wish right. you had been the one that was the focus of my attention. Right. A shame before him. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. And Zeba, when he showed up, David, uh, there was a little argument there about what was going to happen. And, and Mephibosheth said, just let him keep it all. He kept, he was worried about losing his life, but he kept his riches lost his rewards. Now, God may let you have what you want down here, but you won't get them rewards. I'm just talking about there'll be some who were ashamed. Then we find in verse 24 that Mephibosheth came down. No, preacher. Bible said he neither dressed his feet, trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes from the day the king departed until the day he came again in peace. And it came to pass when he was come to Jerusalem to meet the king that the king said to him, Wherefore wentest thou not with me, Mephibosheth? Mm-hmm. And answered, My Lord, O King, my servant deceived me. For thy servant said, I'll saddle me an ass that I may ride thereon and go to the king, because thy servant is lame. And he has slandered thy servant unto my Lord the king, but my Lord the king is as an angel of God. Do therefore what's good in thine eyes. For all of my father's house were but dead men before my lord the king. Yet didst thou set thy servant among them that did eat at thine own table. What right therefore have I yet to cry any more unto the king? There were some who were apathetic. There were some who were afraid. Some who were ashamed. But there were some who were awaiting. He said, where you been, boy? He should have been right here, the last place I saw you. Yeah. He should have just been tearing till you come. Yeah. But you'll notice I ain't cut my beard, not one hair of a tree. I ain't even washed my toes or my hands. Said, All I've done is every day I walk He said, Every day I've crawled down here to this river bank and just waited come for on, you preacher. to turn. He said, All he said
good. He wasn't worried about the, the people. He didn't care what had been done wrong. He said, let him have it all. That's what he said. He said, what, well, what am I going to do? I, you and Zeba divide the land, verse 30. Mephibosheth said, let him take off. For as much as the Lord, the king is coming in in peace in his own house. He said, I don't want another stuff. I just want you. It'd be a good day when he returns and he finds faith. Right. And all your wants him. Give you the last one. You've got time for it, don't you? Good. I'm glad you said that. I was worried y'all was getting tired. King's coming. What will he find? Right. Some are apathetic. Have to be forced to say, well, come on. We, we, we won't see. But you're bone and bone. Bone my bone, flesh my flesh. Yeah, but we just got used to you not being around. We just got to do the wrong thing. Some were apathetic. Some were afraid. They knew they rejected him. Some were ashamed. They knew everything they had done. They had lied. But they lived a lie, pretending to be a servant when they were all about sin. Some, thank God, were waiting. They'd just been, they'd just been waiting, just tearing, occupying until it came. Right. Then we find in verse number 31, it says, in Barzillah, the Gileadite, came down from Rogalim and went over Jordan with the king to conduct him over Jordan. Now, Barzella was a very aged man, even fourscore years old. He had provided the king of sustenance while he lay at Mahanim, for he was a very great man. And the king said unto Barzella, Come thou over with me, and I will feed thee with me in Jerusalem. Barzillah said to the king, How long have I to live that I should go with the king in Jerusalem? I am this day four score years old. Can I discern between good and evil? Can thy servant taste what I eat or what I drink? Can I hear any more of the voice of singing men and singing women? Wherefore then should thy servant be yet a burden unto my lord the king? Thy servant will go a little way over Jordan with the king. Why should the king recompense with me with such reward? Let thy servant, I pray thee, turn back again, that I may die my own city and be buried by the grave of my father and of my mother. But behold, thy servant Chimham, mm -hmm. let him go over with my lord the king. Do to him what shall seem good unto thee. And the king answered, Chimham shall go over with me. And I will do to him that which shall seem good unto thee. Whatsoever thou shalt require of me, that will I do for thee. And all the people went over Jordan. And when the king was come over, the king kissed Barzell and blessed him. And he returned unto his own place. Then the king went on to Gilgal, and Shem Ham went on with him. And all the people of Judah conducted the king, and also half the people of Israel. We find here that there's a man by the name of Barzell. Some were ambassadors. Right. So what, what do you mean? This man is an interesting character. He, we see his service as an ambassador. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians uh, uh, chapter 5, right. said, now then we are ambassadors right. for Christ. That is, a, is that? a representative, right. a, a promoter man. of. Amen. That is our our job in this world is to serve Praise as Christ an ambassador Dad. for Christ. 
And Barzilla is a picture in the king's covenant of those that are ambassadors. We see his service. He, uh, you find it in his character. He gave up his position. Verse 32 said Barzilla was a very great man. This is not what Barzilla said about Barzilla. This is not what his family said about Barzilla. Uh, this is what God said about Barzilla. This is what the king said about Barzilla. Said that is a not just a great man, but a very great man. Right. This is a man who no doubt was a man of means and wealth. Uh, this was a man with a name in that land. Uh, this was a man who was well known. Uh, but the day that the king uh, was overrun in the rebellion of Absalom and it came over the other side, the first thing Marcella did was bow himself before the king and say, what can I bring to be a blessing to you? Right. He says he's a very great man, but in verse 35, through 37, when Barzilla deserves, uh, uh, when he describes himself, he said, Thy servant. He never said, I'm a great man. He said, All I am is your servant. He went from being on top to being on bottom real quick when the king showed up. Right. Amen. Right. Can I say this world may <clears throat> think you're great? This world may put you on a pedestal. But when you come in the presence of the king, yep. you get as low as one can get. Do obeisance unto the king and say, I'm not a great man, I'm just a servant. Right. I, I heard the preacher say this week. Paul, a servant, Brother Jerry. Thank God I like to just get the category where I say I'm one of his servants. Yep. And what a good place to serve. I'm talking about this ambassador Barzilla. We see his character. We see his conduct. If we had time, we'd turn back and see what all he brought. When King David went across, Barzilla didn't just come out there with some crackers and some water and say, well, now you won't die if you'll eat this. I'm just trying to help and go back to his own business. No, he brought beds. Mm -hmm. He brought basins. He brought bread. Come on now. He brought cheese. And why? Here's what he said to the king. He said, You may, you may not be ready to go back to the throne yet. But as long as you're in my care, you're going to be treated like a king. As long as you're in my presence, I'm going to give you everything a king deserves. He gave him beds. But, oh, thank God. He gave him beds. He said, you're not going to be drinking out of your hands. So right. bowls for you to eat in, and cups for you to drink out of. He said, I'm not going to give you the bare minimum. I'm going to, I'm going to lavishly, extravagantly load you down with the blessings of my life. Right. Thank the Lord. All those ambassadors don't just give bare minimum, but they won't go overboard. <laughs> they're not. They're not trying to do the math on what a tithe is come Sunday. Right. They're asking God, Hey, what can I operate on? You have everything else. Mm -hmm. What's it going to take to pay the bills? And I just give you. If that's forty percent, eighty percent, I just let you have whatever you need. Yeah. That's an ambassador because they're not living for their work. Some were ambassadors. His service as an ambassador gave up his character. And you see his conduct, his selflessness as an ambassador. When it came time for a reward, for his service, mm -hmm. look at what he said. He said, uh, come now, I want to do something for you. He said, oh, I'm too old for that mess. <laughs> mm. He refused to be a burden. Yeah. 
He said, I can't taste, I can't smell. He must have had the COVID back then. He said, I can't enjoy singing. He said, I, I ain't got the strength to do anything anymore. He said, I'm not an old man ready to die. He said, I'm not going to be a burden on the king. He said, I didn't do this to burden you down. I'm not going to hinder the king. Thank God for some folks that yep. just don't want to get in the king's way. They don't want to slow the king down. They're not, not only are they not looking for a blessing, but they don't want to be a burden. He refused to be a burden. He refused to seek a blessing. David said, what do you want? Essentially, to the half of the kingdom, it would be yours. I mean, same language like would be used to, to Esther. And he said, look, I don't want anything that you have. I just want to be your friend. I want right. to serve you. I want to be loyal. Yeah. A lot of folks are looking for repayment. Yes, sir. Lord, I'm going to do if you'll do it. That's exactly I'll right. I'll give if you'll give. Uh, right. Hey, I'm glad God is God that you won't you won't often find yourself out doing him. That's no, right. Sir. And give it. No, sir. If you're giving with the right heart, I'd I'd right heart. say you won't ever outgive God. Amen. We've been blessed here recently, and I thank God for it. Started way back at uh, Robbie Burton's meeting. For about the last two or three weeks, we've been in giving services like I ain't never seen. Uh, we was a youth meeting two Saturdays ago, Brother Josh Williams, and uh, a missionary that was not even in the meeting, Brother Aaron Wilson was in. He said, God laid on my heart to be a blessing to this missionary. And it, it, Brother Josh finally told him, he said, God put my heart to give him 10,000. He said, I don't know how we'll do it. It's a youth meeting. Wow. It's teenagers everywhere. And young preachers that probably needed gas money to get home. <laughs> Took up $30,000. Wow. Brother John Fish here could tell you. There was no arm twisting. Not, hey, we're going to need another hundred. We know. Is it, who wants to give? Boom, 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 boom. Couldn't write them down faster. Brother Josh and his church is building an a, a outdoor tabernacle gym type setup. And. Uh, they hadn't got started yet, but they knew that they were going to need forty-three or 48000 I can't remember, in the middle of this. And all he did, he was not asking for money. All he did was say, I want you to know we we need this money, but we're wanting to be a blessing. He kind of introduced that offer. In the middle of God giving Brother Aaron 30000 somebody walked up, or maybe several, and give Brother Josh's church 7000 This was not, I mean, there was no Donald Trump sitting there. It was more like Joe Mims is in there. Yeah. And so Brother Josh said he was not trying to get anything for his people. He said, he said I just want to give God the glory. I didn't expect this, but we took, took, ended up taking up another 30000 Wow. for the church to build the tabernacle Dang so we can keep having a meeting. What I'm saying is you're not going to outdo God. That's good, man. And there's a lot of people, all they're looking is to plug into that, what can I get? How can I get in this system where I give 10 and get 100? I want to invest <laughs> in that. That sounds like a better thing than a stock market. But it wasn't like that with Barzilla. He said, I didn't give to get. I gave because you're the king. And whatever's mine is thine. Whatever you want is right. yours before I give it. It all belongs to the king. Amen. Refuse to seek a blessing. Refused to be a burden, but he refused to overlook a bystander. There's a fellow he told us about, and I'm done if we can get him preached, by the name of Chimney. Can't find him, Brother Mike, anywhere else. Never been mentioned before. He's a nobody. Matter of fact, all he said is, 
Let thy servant, my servant, Chimham go. I read the commentaries and most of them are in agreement that this was more than just a servant at the house of Barzilla. This was one of his sons. Uh, I don't know. All I can do is speculate on that. But Barzilla looked around. He said, I tell you what. He said, I can tell you're sincere. You're really looking for a way to be a blessing to me. He said, I, I'm 80 years old. I fixed to draw my last breath. They ain't much blessing time left. He said, you see that boy over there? He said, ain't nobody ever done nothing for him. Uh, matter of fact, David, he wouldn't ever know about you if it wasn't for me. But he said, if I could introduce him to the king and the king to him, he said, that'd really be a blessing to me. He said, one thing I'd like to do before I die, I'd like to send Chimham home. I'd like to know Chimham in the king's family. David said, whatever I do for you, I'll do for him. Wherever I want you to eat, he'll be eating. Whatever I give to you, he'll be getting. And David took Chimham back home with him. That's why Barzilla's an ambassador. All he wanted to do with his dying breath was to tell one more person about how good the king would be to them if they'd be good to the king. Can I say thank God for some Christians who when the Lord Jesus returns looking for faith, they'll say, give me one more second. I got one more I want to tell yep. about how good you are and how they can go where you are. Oh, yes. Just call out to the king. Amen. His satisfaction for, as an ambassador, all he wanted was to kiss the face of the king. Bible said he kissed him and blessed him. <laughs> he said, all I want, sir, the love of the king, it'll be enough for me to live on. Mm. It may be a good day in your life when Jesus is enough. Yeah. Right. Just being able to say, for God, so love the world is the only blessing right. for the king to kiss his face, but for the king to keep his future. He wanted to die. He's ready to go to heaven. He wanted his sons to live for the king. And he said, well, send Chimham home. And, and so Chimham goes with, with David. The Bible said that uh, he went over and, and Chimham was, uh, was there with King David all the days of King David's life. But uh, uh, you can turn there just listen to me. 1 Kings chapter number 2. In verse number 7, we find... The last words of King David. First right. Kings chapter number two, and verse number seven. The Bible said, "But show kindness unto the sons of Barzilla the Gileadite. Let them be those that eat at thy table. For so they came to me when I fled because of Absalom thy brother." The last thing David said to Solomon, he pronounced a curse on Shimei and a blessing. On the sons of Barzilla. What I'm saying to you is, is not only did what, what Barzilla did that day, not only did it carry a blessing in the days of David, but because he had got him in the king's family, the blessing lived past Barzilla, and the blessing lived past David. And now Solomon's coming on the throne, and Daddy ain't told him he had to do much, but he said, one thing you better check up on, make sure Barzilla's boys are treated like princes in this place. Right. Make sure they never have a need. Make sure they never have a wall. Because when I was in need, they met my need. And now when they're in need, we're going to take care of them. He said, do good to them all the day. That's right. All the days of David. Chim, Ham, and the rest of them boys lived in the blessing. All the days of Solomon. 
Tim, Ham, and the rest of them boys lived in blessing. And that'd have been enough. But Brother Mike, I found it interesting, turned to the book of Ezra and Nehemiah. This is hundreds of years past David. This is this is generations and generations past David and Barzella and Solomon. And the Bible said when they was doing the registry on them Jews, marriage. In the Old Testament and in our day, when you're married, what happens to the woman's mind? Changes. Swallowed up the man. She's leaving father and mother. And Lisa is no longer Lisa Bird. She's Lisa Nims, bless her heart. <laughs> took my name. And that was a custom in the Old Testament. And so they begin to give these generations and these genealogies when they rebuild the temple and rebuild the walls and rebuild the gates. And they begin to list one after another. The sons of, the sons of, the sons of, the sons of. They come to one group and they gave their names and they said, they married the daughters of Barzilla. They took her name. I don't know if it happened anywhere else, but here's what happened. There's some boys. Generations passed the day. They said, let me introduce you to King. He said, honey, if it be all right, I, I know you'd take my name. I know you'd be willing to do that. I said, my family ain't much, but if we take your name, said, I'd be able to eat King's house. I'll be able to go to the king's right. storage. I'll be able to get the king's treasury. I'll, I'll have the king's left. It's all the same to you. I'd rather be in your family as you be in mine. Hallelujah. That blessing was still going on and on and on and on through all the ages. Amen. 30 seconds. I'm done. Well, that's a lot. A minute and a half. I'm done. <laughs> Jeremiah, of all places. I can understand David. Telling Solomon, I can understand maybe even making the registry, but this one, I'm just looking at mentions of this old boy, Tim Ham and Barzell. Jeremiah 41. Bible said in verse number 16, then took Johanan, the son of Korah, and all the captains of the forces that were with him, all the remnant of the people whom he had recovered from Ishmael, the son of uh, Nethaniah, and uh, from Mizpah. After they slain uh, Gedaliah, the son of Achim, even why did I start reading them names? Even mighty men of war, and the women, and the children, and the eunuchs whom he had brought again from Gideon. And they departed and dwelt in the habitation of Chimham. They this is in Jeremiah, this crew, they're going and they dwelt in the habitation of Chimham. That word habitation, I'm not fixing our Bible, oh, it fixes me. But it's the same right. word as motel. I'm at the habitation of my hotel. <laughs> habitation. The, the word there is the same New Testament word for in. Mm -hmm. For in, a place where a pilgrim, a stranger, a traveler would, would pay to have a place to stay. Said so they came and dwelt in the habitation of Chimham. So that's good. So God blessed him, give him a little business. He sure did. But let me finish the verse. He dwelled in the habitation of Chimham, which is by Bethlehem. I know you're going to take a minute like I did to catch up. But all these years later, this one that Barzilla had introduced to the king, 
The one that got in the king's family. The one that was being blessed because they had been a blessing to the king. Hundreds of years later, there's a group that said, we need a place to stay. What, what y'all got around here? That said, there's a Jim Ham's Inn right down yonder in Bethlehem. But you're welcome to go look for a place to stay at Jim Ham's Inn. Yeah. yonder in Bethlehem. I looked it up. Y'all sing the song, don't you, come Christmas? Oh, little town of Bethlehem. But they wasn't an inn on every corner. Probably they wasn't more than one or two. Thank you. 